Okay, so this is, um, this is, these are Trevor's words from here on in. Um, he's put his, the heading is last word as leader. Oh gosh. Um, he quotes from Acts chapter 13, verse 36. He uses this phrase, when David had served God's purpose in his generation. Don't read the rest of the verse. <laughs> Well, it says he goes, then goes to sleep. <laughs> and that's a euphemism. He doesn't, okay. Um, and then we have a quote from Acts 26, 19. Uh, this is quoting Paul. He says, so then, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven. So Trevor's words. I am so disappointed that I can't be with you this morning. I was looking forward to bringing my last message as a leader to our church. But not only am I too unwell, I did not want the last thing that I passed on to you all to be the flu. <laughs> last time I spoke, I suggested that as we stand on the edge of promise, we should, like Moses on the edge of the promised land, look backward and forward. We look backward not with nostalgia or regret, but with gratitude and to consider the lessons we have learned. I suggested some key lessons we learned as we look backward are the certainty of God's faithfulness, the importance of God's word, and the value of spiritual leadership. We take these lessons with us as we move forward into all that God has for us. They will help to shape our future together. As we look forward, we feel a sense of excitement and anticipation of the new stage and season that God is leading us into. Part of what a leader does is to help us to discern, prepare for, and navigate the various seasons and stages we move into on our journey as a church. Dan will do, and already is doing, a great job at this. The first sermon I preached in the church here was from 1 Samuel 14, when the armor bearer says to Jonathan, do all that you have in your heart to do, I am with you, heart and soul. And that is now what I and I hope the rest of us are saying to Dan. Do whatever God puts on your heart to do, we are with you, heart and soul. But another thing that a leader does is to help us to look forward and upward, not just to the next stage of the journey, but the, to the ultimate end and purpose of our journey. He or she helps us to keep our eyes on the eternal plan and purpose of God. Alison did this so well last week as she reminded us how great our God is and how great his purpose is to restore all things. She urged us to lift up our eyes, to not let our world shrink, but to recognize what a great and eternal purpose we have been called to be a part of. After I'd been leading the church here for about 10 years, I brought a word called a pastor's top 10 tips. And top of the list was, don't live in a little world that revolves around you. That would still be top of my list. Live your life with a sense of vision and purpose. 
It was said of David that he served God's purpose in his generation. That is my prayer for myself and for all of us, that in our lives here on earth, we will serve God's eternal purpose. I did have a prayer and a word of encouragement for each of the generations represented in the church because we want to be an intergenerational church. Maybe there will be a different time or way to share them. But for now, I just pray that whatever the particular challenges and opportunities of each generation represented amongst us, we will all serve the purpose of God. Back in the 1980s, when I first heard of this eternal purpose of God and was gripped by it, we used to sing a song that went, I want to serve the purpose of God in my generation. I want to serve the purpose of God while I am alive. I want to give my life for something that will last forever. I still want to give my life for something that will last forever. I don't want to give my life to petty ambitions and to bitterness and regret, or to worry, or to Netflix, or trying to please people, or even to do good things like hobbies and happy families. I want to give my life for something that will last forever, for God's purpose. My prayer is that we will all do and will. My prayer is that we all do and will. That we will fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. In those early days, seeing the eternal purpose of God meant seeing a church that was how God meant it to be, a glorious church, a church that was a bride who had made itself ready for her bridegroom. It was seeing God's good kingdom, heaven on earth, being spread throughout every part of our world so that the knowledge of the glory of God filled the earth as the waters cover the sea. It was the restoration of all things and it was seeing Jesus glorified, everything brought together under the lordship of Jesus Christ, every knee bowing and every tongue confessing that Jesus is Lord it was a vision of a beautiful church, a beautiful kingdom, and a beautiful king. This is a vision worth giving our lives for. In the book of Acts, Paul says to King Agrippa, I have not been disobedient to the vision from heaven. When it comes to our journey's end, may we all be able to say that, that we have lived our lives in obedience to a vision from heaven. So that is my final encouragement to you after 25 years of leadership in the church here. Lift up your eyes. Be gripped by a heavenly vision. Give your life for something that will last forever. Serve God's purpose in your generation. God bless you. God bless you all and I hope to see you next weekend. Trevor Lloyd.